wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a live uh, edition of Kingdom 101 Relationships. I am Pastor Lundzine Lee of Astounding Love, a Global Church Fellowship located in Manteca, California. I welcome you back to my living room and we're going to go into this conversation. It's not a conversation per se, it's a teaching, but I'm talking, talk back to me, okay? This is the last Wednesday broadcast in the year 2021, which has been an amazing year. That's the word I'm going to give it. I don't care what you think about it. That's the word I'm calling it. And I look forward to the wonderful things that the Father has for us in future. Prayerfully, y'all can hear me all right. If not, I'm sure that one of our helpful people will let us know that we need to increase the volume. But otherwise, I don't really want to be super animated. I want to settle into the anointing that I sense I can step into and really be able to make this impactful for you tonight. So having said all that, I want to talk to Holy Spirit. You're invited to talk to him with me. You are also invited to make a pull on him so that you can get the things that you need to help to equip you for crossing over the threshold into 2022. Lord Jesus, Holy Father, Holy Spirit, I thank you so much. I thank you for the power of your word. And I thank you for the opportunity that we have to settle into you tonight. I don't look for visitations from you. I choose to live from the place of in, being inhabited by you and also being able to be seated in the heavenlies in Christ. And I know that you have some things that you want to get across to us tonight. And so I open my own ears and my own heart and eyes and every part of me to hear from you and then settle in as your vessel. I'm honored to be the one that you speak through tonight. Anoint the ears, the eyes, the hearts, the lives of the listeners, whether they are with us a lot in this live broadcast or they catch it on the next go round and play the tape. You know who's hearing. You know who you're talking to tonight or whatever day it is that they happen to hear this. And I give you praise that we will be accurate, that we will be precise, that we will not speak. I shall not say what you don't want said. I want to do it the way you desire. And so that's what I've submitted myself to. And that's the expectation that I believe that we can all have. That the love that you have for us will overflow. Oh, it will pour out and it will heal and it will deliver and it will instruct and it will do everything else that you intend for it to do. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for 2021. Thank you for the opportunities, the triumphs, the overcoming. Thank you for the healings of our heart every time it felt like it was broken again and it was irreparable. Thank you for being constant and always being with us. Holy Spirit, you are the best friend because of Jesus. And thank you. Thank you. I thank you for tonight. In Jesus name amen what we're going to do we're going to review a few things as we are in this kingdom 101 relationships we're going to go over the original layout of the class the points of study I want to talk to you about a few of those things and 
I feel a sense very strongly that this is the direction that the Spirit of the Lord wants to go. And as we do this review, I've invited a few of you to text personally or uh, question in the comments, whatever it is, if you're doing the comments, Minister Frederick Johnson is there to respond and to make sure that we get them. If you text, you're texting the producer of tonight's program, which is Crystal Kemp, or you're texting me if you know me. But uh, overall, if uh, I think it's best if your questions go to Crystal or on, on, on the conversation, the comments in the Facebook. Later, you can message if you didn't get them answered that way. But these are the basic overview and we'll answer questions, your prayer requests. We may pray them through here or we will pray them between now and the end of this year. You're covered uh, if, if that's what you're looking for. I want to invite you to stop feeling sorry for yourself. I want to invite you to prepare yourself to celebrate the fact that you are alive and in the earth and that God his plan has not failed since you're still here. There's opportunity. I want to encourage you tonight to remember that you are not the only person in this earth. And that may sound a little tough. It's not. What I'm saying to you is that you have opportunity to let the giftings that are you be able to pour into, into the lives of people that don't even know you're Jesus and that really are miserable. You may be unhappy right now. You may be overcome with joy. I don't, I don't know necessarily what your spiritual temperature is, but I can tell you this, that no matter who you are, if you belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, and if you ascribe at all to desiring to be a citizen of the kingdom, to actually live the kingdom lifestyle, then tonight is going to be an opportunity for you to give up the regular Christianity, the regular religious to and fro of just being a churchgoer and trying to live right and trying to be good and you have been failing miserably at it and to cease and desist from this time forward in living according to what your emotions tell you to stop being jerked around by fear and torment and all the other I guess I'm going to go for the jugular tonight so yay and speak some things to you absolutely in love to let you know that this God that loves you so much is not accepting that you should live the rest of your exist or exist in the earth mired in misery but he's fighting for you he's for you all the way and because he is so am i and so that's where we're coming from your victory perspective we're going to look at this from the place of being an overcomer as opposed to trying to overcome having said that let's look at what the original class overview we talked about how this uh, the objective in this journey was to learn to improve upon our ability to listen for and to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit in all of our interpersonal encounters with him, with others and so we're always learning to li live from the Spirit the scripture says walk in the Spirit so that you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh and the lust of the flesh in this point think of it like a, a dog a very mean dog that is on a leash but it's got a bit of a, 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 a give to it so it can go from the middle of the yard to the fence and bark at you ferociously but then there's a, ch a chain that pulls it back and says no you, you're not going to get to attack them that's what lust is like it's like a dog that that is wanting to break free and to to bring about destruction and mayhem and you were not made to be 
to be ruled by such a thing on the inside of you. You were not meant, according to the scripture, you're not meant to be led by such a, an evil force. I'm not calling the dog evil, but that example of what I'm saying is this unrestrained, this thing that wants to break off all of its restraints. That's lasciviousness, actually, no restraint. It wants to break out of every restraint and lead you into places that will cause trouble for you. So what we're saying is, no, we uh, object to that. According to this, I have this mic rubbing against stuff, so I'm going to try to figure out how to do this. I think I'll let it dangle. We'll see what happens. Anyway, these are some of the things that you want to understand that you were meant for. You were meant to, to be the overcomer, the one that put that dog uh, in, in, into an obedience school and let it know you're not in charge. You don't go charging after. You don't try to lead me into trouble. You don't have free restraint or, or free reign in my life. Lust does not. You are going to submit to the law of love. You're going to submit to the ways of the Father. You are not going to live according to emotions. You're not going to live according. I didn't say you were not going to have emotions, but you're not going to let them lead you. You're not going to live according to how you feel because victory is not in how you feel. It's in what God has said. And it's in the positioning that we have in the heavenly places seated in Christ Jesus. This is your position of victory. This is the mindset that you want to take on as you go into this next year. This is how you want to end this year. It's not just, oh, January 1, you wake up deciding. No, today is the day that we make these decisions to walk in the power that the kingdom of God has availed us to so that we are able to be uh, what we were called to be according to God's original intent. We're going to do that now. So again, this class is a journey to improve upon your ability to listen for and to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit in all of our interpersonal encounters with others. And it's far more than a mere Bible study on the topic of relationships. So that is what we're talking about. We are looking at our learned and developed patterns of obedience, whether we have learned to obey God or we have learned to obey our uh, guess, your emotions your feelings, the circumstances, the things that other people tell you who, who don't hear from God, but they're telling you that this is the way that you need to do things. No. Or ungodly wisdom. No, that's not the voice. Those are not the voices that you listen to. It's really only one voice and it speaks through others. You're not going to live according to your hurts. You're not going to identify so much with another person's pain that you find yourself imprisoned and you can't make a righteous decision. No, that's not who you are. That's not the position of victory. And that's not the way that we comport ourselves as those that are in relationship with the Holy Spirit. Remember, over the past month or so, as we've been talking about relationships, we've been keying in on the relationship that we have with ourselves and the relationship that we have with, with, with the Spirit of God. And the reason that his, that relationship with Him has to take preeminence over the relationship that we have with ourselves is that most of us are, we relate to ourselves according to circumstances, how we look to ourselves in the mirror, how other people have judged us. Uh, you could go the social media route and say how many people like you or don't like you or love you or hate you or whatever those kind of things. You can't live according to a popularity contest 
whether you win or lose it. You cannot even live according to your uh, financial portfolio or your wardrobe, uh, the shape of your or condition of your physical body, your health or your lack thereof. You can't be victimized by sickness or disease. You cannot be victimized by the opinions of others. You cannot be ensnared by these ways. I don't know who is listening to me tonight, but I guarantee you I am speaking directly to you and I keep coming back to you for every argument that you try to come up with against the word of God. God has already answered it. So what I'm gonna challenge you with, whoever you are, I challenge you tonight to give up feeling sorry for yourself and to quit trying to find excuses not to obey God because that's what you're looking for. You may have just tuned in for a few minutes and thought that you were going to use this particular teaching as another way that you could reinforce your belief that you don't have what it takes to overcome. But I am here to tell you that's a lie and it's not from God. And you have the right to make a different decision. And I challenge you to do that tonight and to listen without making excuses, but instead to take every word that comes forth out of this teaching and use it as a weapon against the things that are trying to hinder you. Because I can tell you this, whoever you are, and maybe there are more than, there's more than one of you, you are so worth fighting for and you are so worth having in this earth and you are more necessary than you've ever given yourself permission to believe. Why? Because your dreams, you think, were crushed. Because the opinions of others and the choices that you've made and the life that you have lived has brought you to a place that you think there's no more hope or there, what is the use of trying to do this anymore? Well, the use is or the, the reason is that God wants you to, and that God has not given up on himself working through you. So it's not rah, rah you, but it's hallelujah Jesus. And the Jesus that loves you has what it takes to deliver you out of the twisted minds and the misery that you have, you think that you are imprisoned in. And he is the one that lets you know, I knew about your past before you even, be, before it was in your present. He knew what you were going to, going to do before you ever did it. And it did not change his mind because I can promise you this. You can read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation and you will not find a single disclaimer in there where he said, and because so-and-so is going to sin on certain days and in these years and do these things, I'm spitting them out. I don't want anything to do with them. No, the only person he ever said that needed to be spit out of his mouth was somebody that was lukewarm. So it's time for you to get hot. Okay. Get over all this other stuff and let's get on with the program tonight. So that is a public service announcement to whosoever will. And my name is Lindsay Lee and I stand behind those words because I know that the spirit of the Lord stands with it and I'm standing in him. So let's carry on, shall we? So we know that this is more than a Bible study on relationships and you know that this is a prophetic teaching because God will disrupt the speaker, that would be me, to get his message across to the listener, that would be you, to tell you that he hears you even if I don't personally see you at all. He does. And this is your time to step out of mediocrity and to step out of hopelessness and despair and old habits. And don't make a single New Year's resolution. Make a change right now and step into that change and then let the Lord reveal to you how he sees you. This again comes back to why it is so important 
that we want to have this relationship with the Holy Spirit who will teach us about how we see ourselves. Many of us dislike a person that God loves passionately, and that would be the person that you see in your mirror. You have found much fault with that person, but he loves you, and he wants to bring you, me, all of us, to an expected end. That's what it says in Jeremiah 29. I know what I'm doing, and I have an expected end. I have a superb, outstanding plan for your life, and I would like to fulfill it. So if you would give me permission to get to know you, and, uh, and allow yourself to come and get to know me. We can carry on with the program and lead you in this wonderful journey in your time in the earth. No matter how old you are, it's not too late. You're still breathing? Let's do an experiment. Breathe in. Now exhale. Let's do it one more time. Inhale and exhale. Now, if you can still hear me and you didn't keel over and pass out, you still have time. Isn't that awesome? I think that's great. That was my physical fitness message for you right there. You're still breathing. Let's carry on. All right. So you have learned and developed patterns of obedience and some of them are not great because they're not God. So you're going to unlearn those. And the way that we do it is by learning that you have already in you the overpower, the overcoming power of God to destroy every enemy, utterly destroy. This is the exousia, which is the authorization, if you will, as well as the dunamis power. You have authoritative power, dynamite power, supernatural, miraculous power, the spirit of him on the inside of you. I'm talking to the born again people that he wants to, to release into your circumstances. And the way he does that is by getting us to fight for somebody else because we're taken care of. That's kingdom. Matthew 6, says to seek the kingdom, seek first the kingdom of God, seek the righteousness, the ways of God, and everything that you have need of is already taken care of. Earlier in that passage, Jesus said, I believe it's around verse five or six or seven, somewhere in there in Matthew 6, he says, the father knows what you're going through. The father is already aware of every need that you have. And, and just read the whole chapter because it's 33, 34, boy, 34, maybe 35 verses altogether. But read through that. And you said 36? Okay, 36 verses. Thank you, Crystal. So there are 36 verses that you can read, of which I've just quoted two. <laughs> Still have 34 to go. But read all of that because one of the things he's looking at us and he's looking at our needs and he's looking at the ways. I'm actually in Matthew 6 right here. Um, he told us, don't be like the ones that pray without hope, without expectation. Okay, listen, I'm going to stop believing Crystal. Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 34. There are not 36. There are not 37. There are 34 verses in it. I'm looking right at it. And verse 34, 34 is one quite powerful one. It says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things, sufficient for the day, its own trouble. And the point there was don't worry, period. Don't worry about today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Just get worry out of your lifestyle. How are you going to do that? By getting gratitude and belief in God and a heart that is willing to forgive. By allowing the, 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 the factors of the kingdom, by allowing the powers of the kingdom to come to work on the inside of you according to the word of God. That's how we do these things. All right. Uh, it says that we're going to determine in the process what to keep and what to discard. Give you a hint. Keep the God stuff. Get rid of everything else. That's going to lead to um, 
that's going to allow a culmination of victory every single day because it unleashes the victory, the power, the victory of the kingdom. What we, we that choose to participate in this kingdom of God journey have chosen to learn how to abide in his rest on this side of eternity. This is the life on earth as we live from our seated position in heaven and intentional superhuman living is what this is. It's not mere human existence. That means that your ability to fight, your ability to stand, you're, you, you, you're going to consciously make the decision that I will endure the hardships because the victory that is in me and that I live from is greater than the opposition against me. Everybody doesn't do that. Um, these are choices that we make that uh, many are called, few chosen, few choose to stand, few choose to say, I will endure whatever it is. And you can look at my heart, you search to and fro in this earth and you will find that this is the heart of one that is determined to hold on to you no matter what God. And I know that it's not necessarily going to be to my liking. Now you can say that kind of stuff and people go, yes, I'm with you. I'm an overcoming champion. And then you just bring about one simple little thing, you know, that you got to eat something that you don't want to eat or you have to quit doing something because it's, 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 it's not going to. Uh, work for you. You're going to have to conquer fear. You're going to have to allow perfect love to enter into your heart so that you can demolish and annihilate fear. And fear will rise up and go, well, what if it doesn't work? What about this? What about that? It's from your position, from your stand, from the decision that you've already made. No, even when those things come against me, I'm already prepared that I will not falter and I will not fold. That's where it comes from. I want to read something to you that it does line up with this, but it's, it's, it's not quite the lesson that I'm, I'm teaching, but I, I, I believe that these words uh, are, um, are just amazing. It says here that the word chosen in Matthew 20 verse 16 comes from the base word stratologeo, which means, or stratologia, that's how you say it, is to, to means to select as a warrior, to enlist in an army, to choose to be a soldier. Many are called, but few are chosen. The qualified called out ones or recruits are coming. They have trained, learned, practiced, and passed life's tests. These are the tests we're talking about. Overcoming life, living from a place of victory, which comes again from relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because as we talk to him, as the word of God comes alive in us, we begin to see how to how we can live from that. And so the things that come, the disappointments, and they come, um, the sadness, the depression, the deaths of others, all of the things that happen, the death of dreams even, we begin to see from the kingdom perspective, oh no, I understand that these things come, but these, according to Isaiah 54, 17, are weapons that have been formed against me and they're not gonna prosper because I have a heritage in him. I have a heritage to overcome. This is the promise that has been given to me and I'm going to live from that promise. I'm living from this seated place in Jesus. I'm living from these decisions that he has prompted me to make and therefore, for life's disappointments, life's uh, test, I'm going to pass every single test. This is my time to be an A student, an accomplished student, a, dis, a, a, victor, a V student, a victorious one, an overcomer, <laughs> because the victory was prepared for me before the disasters were even able to marshal forces against me. Another thing that this says, it says, some people want to be among the chosen, but they do not understand 
that being chosen will require them to operate as a soldier, making a stand against ungodly mixtures in the church. Now you are the church. You are the, the kingdom of God lives in you. You're going to have to make a stand against the ungodly mixtures on the inside, even before we deal with the outside. How? Pastor Lundin, how? Oh, so glad you asked. Bye relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's always going to come back to intimacy with him, with letting him speak to you and doing what he says. Um, so here he says, making a stand against ungodly mixtures in the church against sin. And I'm going to add within yourself as well as out. Okay. In the, in our thinking against humanism in our thinking and against a lack of spiritual functions within the body of Christ. You can't blame anybody else for your decisions. If there has been a misguided teaching, if you have had wrong teaching, lies, even truth, the spirit of truth himself is available to us to bring us out of it. What I'm reading right here is that he says, many are called, but few will actually step into this role. Don't concern yourself with the with the ones that don't, you determine to be one that will. What I read is uh, page 54 out of this awesome book called Mission Minded Leaders uh, by Apostle and Dr. Barry Cook. And uh, the Astounding Love people, you all are aware of this book. I'm reading it again. And I'm just telling you that point right there speaks to our decisions, our relationship. I, all of this that, that is being said by him and a lot of other writers that I will be quoting over time, everything, everything stems from, is rooted in Christ being first place, be the kingdom first, the, the, the law of God, the love of God first, living from within him. I'm going to read a scripture to us that I was reading this and just got so excited about it that uh, I just kept oohing and eyeing it and talking to myself while I was preparing. I'm coming out of Colossians chapter one, and uh, this is a different version. I'm reading this one out of the Mirror Bible uh, translation. And this is, uh, I'm not gonna go through all of the comments, comments that, are, that are there, but I just really love what he said here in verse 14. Uh, okay, let's start with verse 11. Colossians 1 verses 11 what I'm trying to get to going to try to get to is at least verse 17 possibly verse 18 so let me go you are empowered in the dynamic of God's strength his mind is made up about you hmm. he enables you to be strong in endurance and steadfastness with joy have we been talking about that yes this is what we're talking about living from a place of victory and uh, believe me i get a lot of sludge and slime thrown at me a lot of it words that people speak opinions people have things you know la 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 la, la you know all that mess okay but this this is what god says about you and that's what uh, you <sighs> calm down can i encourage every person this is including myself. Can you decide what the source of truth will be about you? Whose words are right? And you only need one source. Is it social media? No. Is it mama and them? No. Is it you? No. The source of your truth must be the spirit of truth. So let the word of God be your uh, 
indicator, your, 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 the, the, the identity, the mirror that you look in and keep looking and keep looking, not like a narcissist, but like a son, like one that wants to follow the pattern. Jesus himself, who only looked to what the father had to say. You only get one source. You don't get two. It's not one or either, or it's one for me. It has to be what God says. And I find that since I finally made that decision, even when I get squirrely in my thinking, <laughs> I get straightened out, you know, that's kind of cute squirrels and nuts. Yeah. We get rid of both of them because I'm not really a rodent person and, and stuff like that. So the nutty thinking we get rid of all of those types of things and even a desire to keep gathering nutty thoughts and, and, you know, and, and putting them away so that I always have some stupid thought that I can believe when things seem to be going right. No, that's not how it works. I only want to let the word of God dwell in me richly. And then when anything else comes up, this word rises up and it combats everything that is trying to come against me to take me into truth. That's what you want. So I'm going to read this, continue this, but I'm asking you now to consider the word of God to be your only source of truth and not allow um, any of the other little weird things or thoughts or beliefs or the current trends of life. Don't let any of those be your source of truth. All right. So again, Colossians 3, uh, I'm sorry, Colossians 1, starting with verse 11. In this scripture, in the King James or New King James, it says, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy. But here it says, you are empowered in the dynamic of God's strength. His mind is made up about you. He enables you to be strong in endurance and steadfastness with joy. His glorious power or doxa uh, means to recognize for what it really is, the true opinion, God's intention. His mind is made up. It was made up before we were created. He's already made up his mind about you. And so that's going to be, you see, God's mind, you're not going to be able to change and you don't have, don't, so stop struggling. Stop trying to change his mind and tell God how ugly and wicked and evil you are when he's telling you that you are an overcomer. Oh no, I'm a weakling. And this, you know, oh God, no, I can't do this. You know, stop it. Just stop. You can't, if you've made the decision that his word is your source of truth, then you're going to have to stop using excuses not to believe him, aren't you? Yep. Ooh, yay. Okay. Uh, verse 12, we are grateful to the father who qualified us to participate in the complete portion of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Again, we are grateful to the father who qualified us. He qualified you. So all this stuff, well, I don't qualify. Well, he, according to him, you, you do. He did it through Jesus. He qualified us to participate in the complete portion that means we get everything on the plate, the complete portion of the inheritance of the saints in the light. So you're going to have to be his saint in the light and you get your full portion. Nothing is being withheld from you. Wow. Just look at that. It says, we thank him. We're grateful to him. The light of the gospel reveals what God accomplished to transform the sinner into a saint. It, from this word, Hagos. It means an awful thing to Hagios, a consecrated object. 
So you call no one unholy or unclean. That's according to Acts 10, 28. So this is what he told Peter when he was on the roof. So do you understand that God is saying, no, when you've come into my realm, when you've allowed me to call you mine, then you have, you get everything with it. You don't get called God's and then be told, go sit in a corner um, because you don't really qualify. I mean, you're saved, but don't think that you're going to get anything from me. That's not who he is. And if anybody ever told you that they're a dirty little liar, and I'm not ashamed to tell you that because it's just wrong. They need to be cleansed by his blood and they need to start letting the spirit of truth speak out of their mouths because anybody that believes that you're anything that God did not say that you are, you're listening to the wrong source. One source of truth. All right. He rescued us, verse 13, from the dominion of darkness. Now look at that. You see, all of the things we've been talking about, the wrong thinking, the, the, the sadness, the depression, the fear, all of those things come from the dominion of darkness. But you, if you are born from above, you have been rescued, you have been delivered, you have been translated out of darkness and into the kingdom of his dear son, right? That's what the scripture, this verse right here is what we're talking about. He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness, which is the sense ruled world dominated by the law of performance. And he has relocated us into the kingdom where the love of his son rules. Wow. I am in the kingdom where the love of Jesus rules. So are you. Been there lately, visited, hung out, listened, gotten any reports from there? Eaten from that table. Those are all opportunities that you have, privileges, honors that have been bestowed upon us because of Jesus and the Holy Spirit is within us as the key, if you will, the gate opener so that we understand because he abides in us. He says, yes, they have diplomatic privilege. Hallelujah. Did you ever think about that? Darkness is not a force. It is the absence of light. A darkened understanding veiled the truth of our redeemed design from us. That's what 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 is talking about. What empowered darkness was the lie that we believed about ourselves. You catching this? The lies you believe about yourself are what keep you in darkness. Because when you, when you receive truth, the scripture tells us the entrance of his word brings light. The word exousia some people pronounce it exousia, sometimes translated authority is from ek, origin or source, and emi, I am. Thus, I was confused about who I am until the day that I heard and understood the grace of God in truth as in a mirror. And you can look at 2 Corinthians 3.18 and John 1.12. So today may be your day. Today may be the day that you come out of confusion. Today may just be the moment when you start finally realizing at the end of 2021 that you, it's not possible for you to finish out this year living in the shadow, in the darkness of a lie, but that you're letting light enter into you and you're allowing relationship with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Holy Spirit of God, the, the Father, the Son, the Spirit to be the way that you will carry out the rest of your days on this planet and into eternity. In God's mind, mankind, this is verse 14, mankind is associated in Christ. Mankind in God's mind is associated in his blood sacrifice. In God's mind, we were ransomed and he doesn't see us any other way. In God's mind, our redemption is secured, has been secured. In God's mind, our sins were completely done away with. 
Are you catching this? You see, because of Jesus becoming sin for us, you're not guilty of the sins that you say, but you don't know what I did. It's like, well, you don't seem to know what he did. If you don't understand that, according to him, when he took it on, you didn't do it. That has freed me more than you can know. I sit there and think about, I mean, I used to beat myself up over how stupid I could be over all kinds of stuff. None of your business. You got your own stories. I, I'll tell you, I, this is not my night for full transparency and disclosure. So <coughs> I'll carry on another time. That was crystal coughing. Anyway, so <laughs> just go. I have fun when she's sitting across from me. But what I'm trying to tell you is all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute. Here I am beating myself up over the, the, the latest dumb decision. Whereas he has exonerated me from it and says, I don't even know what you're talking about. As far as the East is from the West, so your sins shall be from you. And then I became sin so that you could have this life. I took it on. So what are you talking about? Why are you dwelling? Why don't you simply receive the forgiveness that wipes it out? You're not under the old covenant. If you'll understand this in Leviticus, where it talks about the sacrifices that you had to bring to, for the atonement, for the wiping out of the sin, or at least to say the blood sacrifice has satisfied the price for sin. But you don't live under that. You have been cleaned. Your mind by the blood of Jesus has been freed from the crazy, the 5150, if you will. You don't have to live under that kind of bondage anymore. Let's give a commercial. For more information on that particular teaching, I invite you to go to the pages on our Astounding Love, <laughs> where I'm teaching on the blood of Jesus, the power-filled voice of the blood of Jesus. This is the power of his voice. I've already paid the price for that. You have not only been forgiven, you are exonerated. You are pardoned. It's as though you never even did it. When they say, well, we have pictures, they can't find you in the photograph of all of the wrongdoers because you receive forgiveness. You've been exonerated. You're carrying on some conversations in your mind that God is not having with you. You've been talking to the devil and it's time to stop really seriously. Even if you've just been carrying his words in your head, don't carry them anymore. One source of truth and Satan, I recommend highly that you dump him as your source of truth because he's wrong and he's a liar. All right. So having moved on, because Jesus is far more interesting. Um, here we are here. It, it says here um, that we in God's mind, mankind is associated in Christ. In his blood sacrifice, we were ransomed. Our redemption was secured. Our sins were completely done away with. And then he says this. So sin is to live out of context with the blueprint of our design to behave at a time with God. Or out of tune with God. So sin, what it means to sin is to live out of context with the blueprint of your original design. It's to behave out of tune with God. Now when those teachings about frequency comes, it means your piano needs tuning. And the truth of the gospel will get you tuned right up. We're simply out of the sound uh, basis where we, we've been listening to the wrong band, tuned into the wrong station and all of those kind of things. But tonight is your day, uh, night or today is your day, whichever one it happens to be, to simply stop it and say, you know, and you have the power to do that. They're saying, well, how do I say stop? Um, S-T-O-P is, say it with me, stop, stop it, stop it, stop, halt, 
quit, cease, desist, over, done with. I don't have to be what the world says I am. I do not have to be anything that God did not say that I am. I have the opportunity and the honor to be everything that he said. And I'm telling you, I take these truths myself and they are absolutely transforming my life. I needed to get cleaned up on the inside. My dirty thoughts were not about uh, naughtiness the way some people think. They weren't pornographic, but they may as well have been because it was dirty. It was, it was unclean. It was defiling. It was all those different things that God is not. I was thinking things that he didn't think that he doesn't say that were turning my insides in the wrong direction, trying to obliterate the light, trying to blot out the light. But now I let the light shine. Don't ever sing again. This is a different segue. I'm going to let my little light shine because you don't have a little light. You have full light. God's light, if God's light is little, your light is little. Since God's light is not little, you don't have a little light to shine. Even if you have a little body, even if you're a little child, your light is not little. It is God-sized. All right. That was free. Okay. Everything's free. All right. You're welcome. All right. He said, you have forgotten, uh, the, you can read Deuteronomy 32, 18, but he says, you've forgotten the rock that begot you and have gotten out of step with the God who danced with you. Look at that. Mm. Now, speaking as one who's rhythmically very interesting, I bunny hop more so than I do anything else, but I do it with gusto. Let me tell you something. And I find the tune, I've danced with Jesus and he has a very nice rhythm so I can kind of move with him. But other than that, maybe not so much. So don't ever believe those lies about the color of your skin determines your ability to dance. That's a lie too. Anyway, so having said all that, Get back in step with him. Let him lead and he will put you back in step with him. Uh, it says sin distorts the life of our design, but Jesus reveals and has redeemed us back to our true form. Verse 15, Colossians chapter one, in him, the image and likeness of God is made visible in human form in order that everyone may recognize their true origin in him. He is the firstborn of every creature. So what darkness veiled from us Jesus revealed, he unveiled. In him, we clearly see the mirror reflection of our original life. The son of his love gives accurate evidence of his image in human form. The incarnation means that God can never again be invisible. Okay, I got only so much time left and I have a few more things I, I want to get to. So let me get to this and then go to something else real quick. Everything that is begins in him. Begins in him. This is actually where I want to go. Whether in the heavenly realm or upon the earth, visible or invisible, he is the original blueprint of every order of justice and every level of authority, be it kingdoms or governments, principalities or jurisdictions. The original form of all things were founded by him and created for him. So any order that does not mirror Christ is a distortion of man's own making. Verse 17 says he, Jesus, he's the initiator of all things. Therefore, everything finds its relevance and its true pattern only in him. And verse 18, the ecclesia, the church, is the visible expression, the body of which Jesus is the head. 
He is the principal rank of authority who leads the triumphant procession of our new birth out of the region of the dead. He took captivity captive. His preeminent rank is also is beyond threat. He leads the resurrection parade, which comes out of the as a quote from the message um, translation. He does. Okay, I want to get into that so much more, and we do it by relationship. You mean to tell me you come first, Lord? Yes. And so whatever it is that you're able to do, as he is, so are we in the world. That's in First John. As he is, so are we. So if he if he has the preeminence, and 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 does it because he put the will of the father first and we have the ability to put the will of the son and the father first. And so we can, can live this life where he is the preeminent one. He's the first one and that, that he, he reigns in luster and glory and, and, and beauty and holiness and, and all of the things that we feel as humans, it's impossible. And we fall short of, we recognize, yes, but see, I'm more than human. I'm spirit. And in him, in him, I'm everything that he says that I am and I live from that spirit place. That's the place of victory is in the spirit realm. That overcoming ability is in the spirit realm. And when I live from that place, it transforms things in my physical body and my physical atmosphere because it has to, because that spirit law is in earth as in heaven. So the way it is in heaven is the way that I, I can lead and release that into this atmosphere so that once I've released kingdom truth into the earth, the earth has to conform to the truth that has been released. What did she just say? Oh, I'll say it again. Once you release the truth of what God has said about you and about others into the earth, meaning you took this word and you took it in spirit and released it from the spirit place, from the realm of the spirit. I took your words, John 6, 63, I believe it is. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. I take those words. I take that's the spirit of your word and I submit to it in the earth. That's how it is in earth as it is in heaven. I submit to what you have to say. I choose to obey this. I bow to this. I make this the, the, the word, the, I am um, the object of worship. I worship you. I worship your words. I worship your truth. And because I bow to you, everything in the spirit realm sees who my God is. I pray you're getting this. And because my God has said what he has said, and it, it has the ring of truth, the authenticity, and I pulled it from heaven where he said it and brought it into the earth where he sent it, then the earth must yield to the truth of what he has said. And so your body manifest become the truth that you are healed it begins to be seen because you took what he said and you submit it to it so many times we try to fight to be healed and we fight to get out of debt and we fight to do these things why don't you submit to what he said about it oh somebody's catching this i can feel it somebody's leaping somebody's joying about this yes submit to what he said come on let's do this he said that you are the head and not the tail and you are above and not beneath. And you say, you know what? I submit to that. That's the truth. As in heaven, it just showed up. 
He says, you by his stripes, you are healed in one in, in, in um, Isaiah. But Peter said, by his stripes, you were healed, meaning that the past, that the that the that the time in which it happened, which was before time began, mm-hmm. has just caught up. It has been outside of the time realm. And now I brought it into the time realm and made it something that has already happened. You brought the it is finished into the place where it needs to show up as finished. Oh, I could just talk on and on about this. I don't have enough uh, opportunity to do that right now. I want to share these last things in these last few minutes. Do I have any questions? No? Oh, okay. All right. Okay, good. Now, check this out. This is what I really wanted to say. (laughs) One of the things I really wanted to say. I want to say a lot. Anybody familiar with this expression? Because tonight the Holy Spirit just like exploded my mind. God created something out of nothing. Anybody familiar with that? Anybody wave, do hearts, do something, thumbs up, something. Y'all heard that? Okay. It's not actually accurate. It's not kingdom accurate. God did not create something out of nothing. God created something, the some things we see in this earth, out of himself. Mm. Bam! It had to be. We just read it in Colossians. It was in him. In him, in him. So oh God created something out of nothing. No, he didn't. <laughs> Everything came forth from him. Remember, from him, through him were all things made. This is John 1. In him were all things made. From his word. His word is spirit. So God did not create anything or the somethings of our life out of nothing. They came from spirit. They came from himself. Now, that means he gave us the power. And the authority, remember, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and so forth and so on. And so what I do, you can do now because of what Jesus has done, because of how he came into the earth and how he lived and he lived according to that covenant and he lived according to those words and he manifested from the invisible realm into this one. So he gave us the power and authority to create from the something that he created. Every bit of our creative power comes out of what he said. (laughs) Said. Gosh, I almost cackled. That was cool. All right. I don't cackle, but that was close. All right. Crystal snorted. Okay. He gave us the power and authority to create from the something that he created within himself. Everything is sourced from him. I pray you're getting this. If I could go another hour, God knows I would. I might have to come back. Okay, but not tonight. It comes from him. All right. Now, we bring from the unseen existence through words. Everything is words. This is relationship. This is relationship. From the, uh, I sounded like Woody Woodpecker. Ah, ha, 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 ha. We bring from the unseen existence or the secret place of the most high God, which is found in him. And we bring it into the scene. We get the words from the secret place. We get the understanding. We get the instruction from that intimate time with him. And when we release it, see the intimate time is spirit. But because we're seated in the heavenlies in Christ, our voice, because 
because we are still in a human body and the blood of the earth is in us. The blood of Jesus is our true DNA, but we carry the blood of the earth. We carry the life of God and the DNA of God in this earthen vessel, the treasure in this earthen vessel, which gives us authority in the earth that heaven cannot exercise without us. It takes a man that can be female. It takes man, the species known as mankind. It takes those that are submitted to God that are speaking what he said to bring about the will of heaven into the earth. You've got to be an earth citizen that is also a kingdom citizen to bring about the will of heaven in the earth through your words. You with me so far? I'm almost done. All right. So um, we bring in. I'll go back. We bring from the unseen existence or from the, from meaning the secret place of God, the spirit realm, we bring into the scene or the natural realm through words. We bring those things from the, the creations, the, the new ideas, the businesses, all of it comes from the spirit realm and it comes into the earth. We bring in what already exists in God. We bring from the, the realm of God this, that I'm talking about is the it is finished realm. It is not the I'm a gonna do it. There is no such I'm a going to do. I'm going to do. That's not the realm of the spirit. That's our understanding in this earth because we live in time. We continually talk about what he's going to do, but we're actually speaking from the past, not the future. We speak from what he has already done. This is kingdom. You speak in the kingdom, kingdom speak means you speak from it is finished. You can't speak future because that would be you trying to leap up into the air and get something from heaven. You don't leap into the air from the earth to get from heaven. You come from your seated place in heaven and you release it into the earth. I don't even know where to look. All right. <laughs> so his word, this is why this is so important. Back to Matthew six. This is why the words in earth as, as in heaven it means in earth as it already exists in heaven because it already exists. You're not bringing something from nothing. You're bringing something from it within God. Heaven is God. He exists before heaven. Heaven did not exist and then say, we got to make somebody to live here. Heaven comes from God. God does not come from heaven. He's in heaven, but heaven is in him. I hope your head is feeling like it's going to explode here because I'm not talking to your head. I'm talking to your spirit. All right. So remember the scripture says all things were made by him and by and without him, nothing exists that exists. So it's in him. He, this is why faith is now it's constant because he is now and constant. It's the time that faith happened when now, now is the time. Now is the time past has to bow. To what we call future but it's not future it's it's the it's the it is finished so that which was was past of, of your or uh, you speak according to what's going to happen that has to bow to what has already happened to what god has already done that's the other part of kairos time that that the the sins have to bow to the truth the light darkness has to bow to the light but also the it's coming has to bow to the it is. It is so. It has happened. It already happened. It is finished. And because it is finished, we operate. That's the place of victory, the finished place. 
and that's how we were releasing overcoming power into the earth well i think i have about five minutes um i'm gonna read the scripture again out of colossians okay it says everything that is this is verse 16 i'll read it out of the new king james it says for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers all things were created through him and for him see so it's not something out of nothing it's something out of someone it's something out of him himself did this and so you your creative ability is in him and from him and through him and him through you in you You have overcoming victory over every disease, sickness, poverty, fear, whatever torment it may be. The root, the, the, the foundation of your ability to overcome every lie ever spoken about you, every emotion that you feel about yourself that is contrary, that opposes what God said. If you think poorly of yourself, you are in the dark, but the light is shining on you right now to come out of that and really the light when you let it turn on it'll disperse the darkness the darkness will flee from you it will flee from you like dirt has to leave when a hot water when water and soap hit it i am telling you tonight that you will end 2021 as step into 2022 with all the victory you can muster if you will allow yourself to make the decision that the only source of truth you have is what God says and that you will pursue and allow him to pursue intimate relationship with you spirit to spirit. And I will say to you, these are the words that the Lord is saying to all of us. Let me love you. Let me love you let me lavish love upon you let me treat you the way that i want to treat you that i have it in my heart to treat you let me pour out upon you first let me build you up and give you identity let you see who you really are and from that place you will have the ability to receive from him a wounded soul will not receive from God because it will scurry and hide in the darkness but if you will submit to what he is saying to you tonight and simply say yes Lord do it according to Luke chapter 1 when Mary said here I am the servant of the Lord be it unto me as you have spoken that's true submission it will lead to obedience it will lead to gratitude it will lead to thanksgiving it will unleash joy in your life it will absolutely change your outlook i'm not going to tell you hey it's so easy peasy that's all you have to do and everything will fall into place i'm going to say to you it's going to be tough but if you do it everything will fall into place that you will have need of to overcome he will never be so far away that you don't recognize. No, he dwells inside of me. If I want to talk to him, all I got to do is open my mouth because his ear is inclined to hear me. Last call for questions, uh, prayer requests, go ahead and write them down. My heart is beating so much. Uh, well, it beats because I'm alive, but also I'm so excited. I can feel the anticipation of this. 
going on on the inside of me right now that the spirit of the Lord is speaking to us and there's more than one person here tonight that is actually listening to what he has to say I'm available you know for you to talk to you can reach out on that um Facebook page if you know or messenger you can messenger us actually the astounding love site we get those talk to us uh come on babies let's do this thing I have one question yes yes so you said you gotta talk up you said that it will be tough but and I didn't get the rest of it it will be tough but it's doable but it's, uh, but okay it's the reason it's doable I don't think I finished this sentence thank you the reason that it uh is doable remember I just read out of Dr. Barry's book many don't choose it but you see when you choose it nothing can stop you you make the decision as a kingdom empowered earth dweller if you will uh, a, a dual citizen mm -hmm. but you allow the kingdom citizenship to have supremacy over the earth citizenship that means that when you make the choice to follow after the ways of the kingdom that the power of the kingdom backs you up if you choose it you will be chosen if you don't choose it then you falter does that make sense mm -hmm. yeah but when you say yes Lord I'm gonna do this I'm submitting to this. all the power of the kingdom of God backs you up that means every resource the word the blood the name uh, the whole the spirit the angelic forces everything that you have need of that the kingdom supplies is at your is is there for you and because your heart will shift and 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 uh, connect to him differently you're going to see the fulfillment of his desire for you because you we get to make the decision do I want what I want or do I want what God has mm. you see that's another place of submission submission is huge and we're gonna talk a lot about that in 2022 as we continue, I, I, I think I'm pretty much done. I'm never going to be done, but uh, I will try to shift in, in January into the next part of relationships, which has to be with other people, because now we're going to talk about unity and we're going to move into some of those things. But, but this relationship with the Spirit of the Lord teaches you to have this relationship with yourself. And the best gift you can give yourself is to choose the kingdom. It really is. Because from there, nothing shall be impossible to you because the impossibilities have to yield to the possible of the world must yield to the possibilities of God and I think that's all I have to say tonight glory to God thank you father for this I am so honored that you all would choose Wednesday night Bible study people to uh, to join with us in this study the plan is that I won't come back live, um, you know, do a live uh, broadcast until the last Wednesday in January. So next week I will do uh, it from my kitchen most likely or from here and we'll start teaching out of what we've got here and give you what you need. I know that there's notes that, that will come, but I honestly don't have any yet because I haven't been operating from notes, just scratches except the same old notes we had before. It's just that important. Go back over it again. Go back over that page that you already have and, and read through this. Um, read through these things 
If you're called to leadership, I highly recommend Mission Minded Leaders by Dr. Barry Cook. I do because he has that ability to what what is in that book is this is that same transforming power. It is spoken to let us know what fivefold leaders are about. And it really does dwell um, in the beginning, especially about the apostolic call, what an apostle is about. Some of you don't have a clear understanding of that. But the main thing that it does, regardless of what you're called to, is it shows you that God is so strategic and so mindful of his own plan that he has equipped us on every level with all the spiritual giftings and the natural proclivity, the things that we are naturally bent toward that are for kingdom purposes. God is in this to to transform us. And I will speak this, I've said it about sickness, but the same principle works towards your finances. Submit to the will of God for you financially. Submit to what he has already said. Quit talking about how broke you are if that's not what you want. Quit talking about how it's going to come and if only you had. Because see, you're missing it that the Bible tells you that you have all things. All of the riches of the kingdom are at your, um, uh, are available to you. I'm going to put it that way. And it's learning the language of the kingdom and a key principle. I know it doesn't get taught a lot. People run from it, but apparently it's one of my number one teachings. Submit to what he said. This is a powerful weapon that we have. This submission factor. Submit, submit, and obedience will flow. And it's you are the willing, be willing to do this. You become the willing and the obedient. What could possibly be withheld? Expect the miracles in 2021. We are a few days away from the end of the year and I am now out of time. It's time for me to stop. I don't want to stop. That's good. But I'm going to stop. That's good too. Because I've said everything I believe that the Spirit of the Lord has for me to say at this juncture, I'll have more, much more. I love you so much. I thank you from my heart for the time that you've chosen to spend with us in this ministry. Look forward to more transformations because I've chosen, I, I practice what I preach before I preach it. And so um, I have chosen to do this. Messed up hair and all the rest, I'm not even gonna concern myself with, I know. See, I've been all frazzled because the word has been coming forth and it makes you hot for the things of God. So. I love you, I'm praying for you, I bless you with um, the, the heart's desires of the King for you. Can I, can I just do that? Can I bless you with what He already has for you that I can release it into your life and I can release it into your heart and to, to let you know that this is the will of God for you? What? What is the will of God for me? That He would be able to fulfill his pleasure in you, for you, and through you, that he could fulfill his desires for your life. That is what truly pleases God. And if you will submit to him and say, yes, Lord, do it, then you are well on your way to pleasing him. Because the scripture says that when, our, when a man's ways please the Lord, it causes even his enemies to be at peace with him. So astounding love, uh, members, we do receive the tithe and the offerings, and I'm sure Minister uh, Frederick has that taken care of. And for the rest of you, if you have a desire to give, this is not 
with you're not being withheld the same giving information that is is there for the posted for the members of our ministry is also available to you we pray for your prosperity we just simply say what god says you know when you get this forgiveness thing down you're going to suddenly understand how you actually are not in debt and you're going to start seeing some supernatural deliverances okay i gotta go uh i'm just doing it again father we thank you and i praise you holy spirit you have so much to say and I'm, i thank you for the overflow of it i thank you for the gift of life that that you have and for hope that has sprung up in hearts not hope of the world but the expectation that allow that fuels faith and allows you to manifest things in our lives i thank you for the opportunity to teach this word and to, to release this word tonight and i praise you the most for the fact that it doesn't return to you void but it prospers in the places in which it has it has been sent and i call for the harvest in the hearts in which the seed has been planted that it will not be uh, disrupted it shall not be stolen but it shall be fulfilled in their lives thank you for a super intentional superhuman intentional living or intentional superhuman living thank you for kingdom relationships i thank you for it all thank you for my apostle thank you for my friends and family thank you for crystal for frederick and for all the rest of the team that has done what it's done thank you for the the people that have tuned in and 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 comment i i thank you for all of it lord i am so blessed and so humble and so honored and i release that love to you all tonight i'm pastor lindsey lee of astounding love of global church fellowship this has been kingdom 101 relationships we will carry on in 2022 be blessed be safe happy new year to you i'll see you next year i love you bye-bye